0: Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. We had to end the pre-show. Uh, Mark is uh, bringing us all of the great mid-90s goodness, and Rob is not charmed. Mm. So, yeah. It happened after 1988, so he doesn't care. Screw but, it. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, as promised, uh, home run number 62 was hit, so now it's time for some Frank Stallone. Yeah, that's that's still the most we can show, but there it is. Our celebration, (laughs) our congratulation uh, to Aaron Judge and his 62nd home run, breaking an American League record and establishing a brand spanking new one uh, to be broken only when some dude who's like six nine decides to play. (laughs) And And
1: notice, probably
2: be a Yankees right fielder.
1: That video was only 5.9 seconds, and we still cited our sources, right? (laughs) In case you don't know how to do that out there,
0: right sucker not, not that anybody bitter. <laughs> and, that's,
3: that's, I, and, and my,
0: of, I'm not making fun because I was a little salty today too but we're of, over it now it's kind of what well, you are it's kind of my thing
3: right
2: <laughs> well look you know when you get referred to you, you know when you break major lose, news and get that you know referred to by everyone as all oh, that list
0: that's floating around right it's like telling Bobcat Goldthwait hey calm down yeah. right <laughs> right Well, we'll let everybody ruminate on that while they listen to our kick-ass theme song. What's on Joe Mind, we are a fan cast about the world of GI Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody's Friday going so far? It's going.
1: <laughs> you know that saying, "This is my house." Never been truer than right now.
0: My right. house. Uh, for for everybody paying, keeping score at home, and uh, paying attention for the quiz at the end of the show. Mark Weber is on his own. There is no one else in the house tonight. This is his
3: first.
4: Hey
0: first podcast uh that he will be doing completely pantsless. yeah right and loud as loud as i want to be so be
1: prepared if you thought that lightsaber sound effect was problematic
0: Whoa. <laughs> but anyways uh we'll 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 skip we'll, we'll get to that in just a second first up on our intros of course she's back after a week in exile she's the co-host with the comosis the queen of gi joe cosplay uh, she has been quiet to this point like she's in witness protection or something. But uh, Joe Colton is back in the bottom corner.
4: Hi, hey guys. Happy Friday. It's good to be back.
0: With Joe we- Colton, where were we at last week?
4: I was at Cosplay World.
0: Cosplay World.
4: It's a first-year con, and it was Saturday um, Saturday and Sunday, but we had to go down on Friday and set up. So.
0: Okay. So what are you setting up for? What's your what's your role in this show?
4: Um, I was a guest, as was the wrist lock. All right. So yeah, he had a he he actually looked more professional than I did. He had a yeah. backdrop, and then he brought like a mannequin and dressed it up, and like sold what was on the mannequin and had like a rack of swords and lightsabers he was selling, and I was like, okay, like you don't usually guess, like what are you doing?
0: And all you had was a bucket of red ninjas. Yep.
4: <laughs> yep. There were no GI Joes at the con. I was so mad.
0: It's a distribution problem.
1: They're working on it. Right. Or wait, was this in the UK? <laughs> oh. Well,
2: there's a distribution problem there. You,
0: you are got,
4: feisty tonight.
0: I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm you. ready to go. He is uh, he is a spicy ginger up there today. he does he does not have he does not have to
1: set a good example for the children.
0: Yeah, you ever seen a ginger snap? <laughs> Wait a minute. No.
1: <laughs>
0: former head of GI former head of marketing for the GI Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show Mark Weber. That's right. No! And there's
1: any number there's any number of reasons to be wild and crazy this week, but number one the the family's uh, out of town and I'm home alone. So I can be as loud as I want. I can curse if I want.
4: Oh, my God.
1: Not really my style, but we'll see where the, where the day takes us.
0: The night is so, young.
1: Yeah, I mean, who knows? So uh, I'm kind of mad I missed out on
0: Wes's lightsaber sale extravaganza. But right. We, do mean, we, we we know him. He'd probably give us a discount.
2: I know. Yeah. I, I, I'm in the model Dude, for Return of the Jedi Luke.
1: I like that he used a mannequin because I was I was expecting him to have, like, a General Grievous trench coat and just sneak up to people and be like, hey, you like what you see.
2: Hey buddy, <laughs> wanna buy an
1: saber?
2: Right. Ew.
0: Or perhaps an O. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. Would you uh, like to buy some Christmas trees? You
0: have to come pick them up though. Stumbling across the finish line for another week in special education. It's Racktime Rob. Hello. So uh yeah, I I, uh, I came home from work today, rack time Rob. Already home, of course. And um and what ha like he's half asleep already so good, good it, time.
2: It, it was a long week and it's not like like the kids were acting up right it was just a the last two weeks have been a bit of a festival of weird so you know okay.
0: and uh, malcolm zedek not far off um i did not eat any of my co-workers rotting corpses because they mostly work remotely <laughs> i have only met about four of my coworkers.
2: <laughs> he, he did, however, eat their abandoned, rotting lunches. Yes,
0: yes they were.
1: <laughs> job, job update, day eight hundred. The weatherman is dead.
0: Yeah, there's there's about. I, I'm in a room where there's about uh, twenty five workstations, and two of them were filled today. Okay. So yeah, it was good stuff. Day thirteen, missed call. Right. So <laughs> uh, we'll we'll make up for uh, Rob's lack of energy with an extra extra spicy Weber. That's good. I can handle that. <laughs> it's all we got. So, uh, you know, it's all we got to stick with.
1: Payne's Toy Sample says unsupervised mark can't end well. You know what? Last, the last time I was unsupervised, I raised the profit by 900% in two years.
3: Oh, my goodness.
1: We wouldn't want that.
0: Oh, uh, cut that out.
1: Oh, we'll say that. We'll come back to that. Got to cut that out. They did. Actually. <laughs> they removed the they removed the anomaly
0: uh, Rich Cohen says uh, he is also a teacher high school English
1: oh my god I'm not sure who's got a rougher task there yeah let's get a middle school teacher in here they're the heroes
0: I, I, I know a couple of them and they say basically the secret is to not try and teach anything just to sit back and crack wise that's what I became as a
1: substitute last year because if they needed a real sub, if they knew the teacher was going to be gone and there were lesson plans, they would get a real sub. But if some if a teacher blew a tire on the way into work, I was the last minute get here in two minutes guy. And the kids learned quick that if they saw Mr. Weber, it meant no work today.
2: <laughs> and there's
1: some sub-
0: Weber middle schoolers
1: won. are tough man that's a tough crowd. so it's something to get cheered by a room of middle schoolers simply by appearing right, right. like I had magic powers or something just like
0: poof like your the, day oh, got
1: your day got better.
0: The most challenging thing they'll have to do is watch Ghostbusters
1: I would say to them, I would say, look, here's the deal you gotta you gotta keep it down because if we make too much noise they're gonna come check and see what the hell's going on in here So keep it down. That's
0: basically it. Go. There you go, uh, Mark. You're hired to run Easy Kill Nine when it relaunches. I like it. Just uh, make sure you take take the flat salary. Don't take the points. Right. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a
1: really low salary with a no layoff clause.
0: <laughs> and then you'll be showing up for work pantsless.
1: And I'm gonna interview with uh, John
0: C. Riley behind me. Hello, Miss Lady. <laughs> Benjamin Kitt, also high school freshman, business here. All right, so they everybody's coming out. Yeah, I mean it my, makes sense. Makes sense that a, a large portion of our of our viewership is too tired on Friday to do anything else, <laughs> right.
1: and not not to to jump in front of Racktime Rob, who's getting it done daily. But my mom and dad are both teachers. I got nothing but respect for teachers. So to all of you out there, fighting the good fight. In the world of education,
0: salute. <laughs> so, anyways, if you are if you are here saluting with us tonight, mm-hmm. and you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead and leave us some kind of reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Uh, we love little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. He makes no sense. We love him the most. <laughs> uh, on Facebook, uh, go ahead and like the video, subscribe right. to the channel. Those are the things that everybody. Uh, can do to help us out. Uh, whether you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, or listening to the replay uh, on on uh, podcast or Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or uh, wherever you get your audio, only uh, just take take a visit. Get out of that realm for just a second. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. We will still continue to give you your audio, the audio feeds that you crave. Um, we do a lot of pictures now, so I don't know how much help that's that is for you, but. You know, people demanded it, and I'm still getting 200 downloads a week. So whatever, well, whatever. There's no wrong way to enjoy what's on Joe. Absolutely not. No, no, not at all. Uh, Unless there is, it involves a bowl of Jello. Well, you know what? Everybody's got a thing, Mark. So I'm not here to. I'm not here to judge.
1: <laughs> it was hot, and I was hungry.
0: <laughs> not here to judge.
1: But if there's we always- were here to judge. We would hit 62 home runs. We, we right. would home. Get
0: 62 home runs. And and we would also get a gag reel uh, put together with Frank Stallone as our backdrop.
1: Thanks to Maddie Meyer and Lachlan Cunningham for the use of their Getty
0: images. Right. Right.
1: And, of course, Frank Stallone.
0: And, of course, wow. Frank Stallone. And uh, Transformers composer Vincent. <laughs> That's right. Who co-wrote that song with Frank Stallone? So, uh, what do you say we take a look at the calendar, the community calendar? I'm ready for it. All right, all right. I'm waiting for some kind of reaction there.
1: Yeah, I thought it was just going to boom hit.
0: So, somebody, somebody, get Joe Colton. The uh, like the still picture she put in the uh, on camera is starting to blink out. Three,
3: <laughs> two, one.
2: All right. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show, What's On Joe Mind, wants to no
3: tell, Mike, Mark, and Joe, Unity, calendar.
0: And you saw the extra long hold on the, the email there if you've got a show that you want us to, to help plug. Get it on to whatsonjoemind at gmail.com. Try and do it before Thursday. Um, I got a job now, so. hmm You know that that friday prep time not so much a thing uh we got to save that for for big big news items that get thrown on at the last minute but uh the show get it to me before thursday we'll do our best to get on the show if it's so if it's far off in the future it may take a couple weeks but we still love you it's okay Mm -hmm. anyways first up thanks to our relatively new pal david t allen it's the orlando toy con and it's this weekend (laughs) It is tomorrow. It is tomorrow? Sunday. I believe Saturday is uh, $15, and it's 9 to 5. Sunday is $10. It's 9 to 4. Um, special guests, Ted DiBiase, and just added Brutus the Barber Beefcake, because what else is he doing? <laughs> but it uh, looks like fun. Looks like we got a good amount of dealer tables. Uh, they've got a Facebook page, so if you need more details, go ahead and check that out. Uh, Mark Webber, I'll, I'll throw this your way first. Ted DiBiase. Best character to never hold the WWF title? Well, I mean, he held it in his hands. He he did.
4: He did.
0: <laughs> he did he not- wa- Back
1: in the day, uh, 86-ish, when my brother and I were both really into wrestling, my brother loved Flair. Loved Flair. And I hated Flair. But DiBiase was, for me, the first heel that I really, really got behind. I dug his act like no other. When he, the kid was dribbling the basketball and he would knock it away from him or came out. And, and one of the things I'll never forget, it's a throwaway interview, but Mean Gene calls him out and he comes out and gives takes a hundred dollar bill and puts it in the breast pocket of Mean Gene's coat and goes, Mean Gene, will you get a rug, please? The glare is killing me out here. And then he gave the interview and left, and then left Virgil there alone for a second. And Virgil just sneered at at uh, Okerlund, and then took the hundred dollar bill back and walked off. <laughs> it was some of Virgil's best work ever.
0: It really, it was. It yeah. was.
1: And he helped, you know, in, in the beginning. He was a big help, and and I ate that a lot. Oh, I right. love DiBiase. I rooted for him like crazy. And so I think there's actually a typo here at the bottom. It should say wrestling legend,
0: singular, and Hall of Fame. Come on now. Cause I mean come on. Quit 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 slagging the barber, man. Oof. How many guys how many guys could go through that many gimmick changes and survive?
1: Yeah, but they were Oh wait,
0: I, the guys were Hogan's best friend.
1: Yeah, that was it. All the gimmick there was one gimmick change while it was over. And every other one was after he left following Hogan on the gravy train and couldn't get access to his old name. So Right, but DiBiase, absolutely. I, I would, I would go for a DiBiase autograph. You bet. I think he's fantastic. And he didn't need. I mean, he had his own belt, right? But he didn't need the belt. No, right? he, no, he
0: absolutely not. He was, not. I, he was I, so I,
1: despised that a title wouldn't yeah. have made him any more hated.
0: No, I, I argue that he's probably better because he never had it. Yeah, like he sticks out more because he he, he 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 threw the thought of that aside and said, "I have my own belt."
1: When they when they make the list of you know most over top talents who never won the belt, it's usually him and Scott Hall who get, you know, chatted about as best guys who never had it.
0: Yeah, Mr. Perfect in that group too.
1: Well, Hennig won the AWA title at the end, right? That doesn't count. Yeah, it was considered a world belt at the time. That's otherwise, uh, otherwise Hennig's number one, easy. So
0: but James aka Ratface forty four says, Sup, guys. That's Sup, right. up? Sup. Sup. He's to the limit. He is. He's for Hugwakods.
1: That's right. Come on, Hugwakods. <laughs> I just
0: feel bad for you, man. I know I do. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Joe Colton. Yeah. Best wrestler to never hold the big strap? <sighs>
4: Probably Piper.
0: Oh, good, good, good call there, too. Good call there, too.
3: But no, he was
1: an, another guy who had he was either nuclear, hated or beloved and honestly didn't did not need a belt ever.
3: Yeah. yeah. Right. Because no. at
0: some point it would have meant having to lose it. And I think that was always the part of it that he he necessarily objected to. I, I think yeah, he
4: was, he was a great cool. heel. He also yeah. like facing the belt is always better than just having it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I and I love that as the, the mask terror. I love that that Piper's bit as as heel number one in the WWE was. I just I won't I won't get I will not allow myself to be pinned or submitted ever. Yeah. But I but I never have to win. I'll get dq'd all the time or shoot to mm-hmm. win or lose by count out, be a coward, oh, yeah. run away. He had a fight
4: with McMahon about it.
1: Yeah, he lost all the time. Yeah, but he never ever got pinned until that heart match at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't know it at the time. But that's the genius of it is back when it was a house show-driven era. Everybody thought Piper's going to get his, you know, in Tallahassee because it's Mr. Wonderful. Oh, he's going to get his in Pittsburgh because it's Bruno. And he never did. He always escaped and sold more tickets in the next town.
4: Yeah. But he never, like, he was never, he never knew how to play the game, like be in the business. He was, he was just... He he had said in his interviews like he was a late bloomer. He didn't get like how to play the game. He went in and wanted to entertain, but he didn't understand the other side of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, Tony Rotria uh, says, wasn't Piper tag team champion at one time? Yeah, a couple times, but that's not yeah. what that's not the question. We're talking about yeah, we big
4: team. Yeah. No,
1: he won he was <laughs> intercontinental intercontinental yeah. champ when he dropped it to, to Hart at WrestleMania.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: So he did have titles and tons of regional titles, but Roddy Piper, world champion, never happened.
3: Yeah.
0: Firefly says, my friend's wife was a short-term rental buyer for a property company, and she actually caught Virgil looking at porn in the business center. Hey. And that's, that's not a surprise. Everybody's got a Virgil story. Like if you've met Virgil, if you've come across him on the con trail or whatever, because he's there. Yeah, everybody. If,
1: if you want to meet him this weekend, he'll be outside of Orlando Toy Con banging on the doors. So you
0: yeah. won't be anywhere near there because because Ted DiBiase is there and and uh, DiBiase is mad at him because he keeps using his gimmick. Right. I don't know if he has like a two hundred yard restraining or order or anything yet, but they are, they are not on great terms.
4: Oh wow, um, I have a Godfather story.
3: I was,
4: I was on on the circuit with him for a little bit and. He was like, You ever want ever in town in Vegas? You got to come by my place. And I'm like, I've I know what your place is, not the quite quite the establishment I need to be in.
1: <laughs> you were you wanted to go there always, but you were just waiting for that invite, huh?
4: Just that invite. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you, We can have dinner. And I was like, eh! <laughs> Can we? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. That's uh, that's it. Does make you the the only member of our cast that's been hit on by the Godfather? Mm-hmm. But hey, good on you.
4: He's sweet though.
1: Oh, everybody, everybody loves. Him. Do
4: like him? Everybody like- loves him.
0: Can't can't fault the brother for taking a shot,
3: right? No. Nope. You, you miss
0: you miss a hundred percent of the ones you don't take.
3: That's yep. it.
1: So we can mark him down as another guy who never got the title. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> See ya. Papashango, I mean, comma the human,
0: what fighting machine or something? The, the uh, yeah, like the ultimate fighting machine or something. Yeah, he had some bad gimmicks. Really, the yes. Godfather wasn't a great gimmick, but he he.
4: It's the one that stuck.
0: Yeah, it worked. Force yeah. personality got that one over. Right guy, right place, right time.
4: Ruby anyway. Wyatt, I met recently, and she's she's a hoot. Like I like yeah. her. I. I I'd right now. I'd go out have drinks with her. She's pretty uh, pretty much a straight shot. She just says it how it is and you're like No want no want to say them No no no. She's saying
0: She had, uh, <laughs> had pretty extensive nasal surgery. Like her broken nose was bad. Yeah. And I, I caught a picture of her this past week and like she's got the whole
4: Well, she landed on her face.
0: Yeah, like the whole the whole plate going on up here.
4: What?
1: Someone got really hurt badly in AEW?
0: I know that's shocking to you, <laughs> and it was, and it wasn't behind stage. Right.
3: No, right, no, it, was it was
0: actually in uh, the ring. Isn't she from
1: Indiana originally? I don't know. The land mm-hmm. of Irizarry. I don't know. I oh. we're from New York, man. I don't know. where yes, we are, well, rumors are that you frequent the Indiana area <laughs> lately. Just right.
4: Lately.
1: lately. Lately. You guys should get a. You guys Since should get a. Nineteen eighty-seven. You guys should get a football team. One
0: of these days. Well, not not Thursday. One day. Hey, hey, they won. Oh, so a win's a the win. They I won, mean. and America lost. Right? The viewing public lost. I, I was. Uh, we were talking about that earlier today too, and it was just like you realize that we're just we're just one measly field goal away from the whole country looking upon this city with scorn. I just like the the the
1: pain in al michael's voice as it looked like it was going to go to overtime he
0: was like <laughs> right. they haven't played football yet and we're gonna get more it's gonna be more oh goodness all right next up it's of course we've been talking about it for a while the new england gi joe show sunday october 16 that's a week from tomorrow is it yeah, yeah we- no a week from sunday yeah. Uh, Knights of Columbus Hall in Tewksbury. Honcho's going to be there.
1: Oh yeah. Hey, if it was this weekend, I could have probably done that.
0: If it was this weekend, you'd be there with no pants. Maybe. Although yeah. if I go
1: next weekend, I'm escaping. Like family responsibilities. If I go this weekend, I'm just burning free time, right? Like.
0: Uh, Matt Rubin says Ruby Riot slash Soho is built from Lafayette, Indiana. So that's, that's right. Not far from here, less than an hour. <laughs> I'll take, nah, bro- I'll take
1: broken AEW wrestlers for 800, Alex.
0: She is a Boilermaker. That's not, not what hit her in the face. but No. That, that really, that was one that... She might have had a couple to kill the pain. Who hit her? I don't remember.
4: Somebody dropped her.
0: Yeah, she got dropped.
4: He was holding her behind him, basically, and like somebody else came up to kick her in the face, and they just dropped her. No.
1: It was like Athena just sitting on Prip uh, Baker's head last week. Just like, yeah, that doesn't work.
4: Yeah. It's probably not a good idea.
0: Not a good idea. Uh, Andrew Gaugan still doesn't like Tewksbury. Bob, Bob Tewksbury. Flint doesn't like Tewksbury either, apparently. He does not. He is still grouchy. He is still not, not pleased with the, the transpirings. Uh, at the New England G.I. Joe show. But hey, that's fine. The honcho will be there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Take the kids. I'll be in disguise. Try to find me. Yeah. Take the kids with you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's how you'll get that's how you'll get there. You're gonna say, Oh, I'm gonna take the kids out. We're gonna go to Tewksbury At which point your wife will be like, Tewksbury But anyways. <laughs> Why did it have to be Tewksbury Oh my god! <laughs> Next up, Uh also thanks to our friend David T. Allen, the Mid Atlantic Toy Swap Uh going on at '80s Toys in Princeton, West Virginia. This is a Mid Atlantic show that Matt Rubin did not tell us about, mm-hmm. which makes it something of a rarity.
1: But they're putting they're putting out the Joe Colton catnip right there in the middle. Right?
0: Yeah. Got and a that... a red ninja with big dead eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course, also a care bear, which is secretly her second.
4: Uh, excuse component. me. I like Grumpy Bear, thank you. You can well, of course out.
0: you do. Everyone likes Grumpy, no we all
4: like likes Grumpy Bear. No one likes Sunshine Bear. That's not
2: that's, bear. Bear. that's cheer bear.
4: That's Whatever. Like... Clearly, I don't know them. Nerds! Our sister had them
0: all. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Growing up, our house was a, a bit of a care bear zone. They couldn't escape. Yeah. Probably know G1 Care Bears as well as we know G1 Transformers, which is frightening. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That is frightening.
0: Mm. Tenderheart
1: FTW, baby.
4: Oh. Woo! Why? Because he's a ginger?
1: No, because I'm Tenderheart for life.
4: Oh, goodness.
1: Oh, he was brown. Yeah. So? Love sees no color. I'm like... just saying. He wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> we're segregating out the camera.
1: <laughs> yeah. True truth hurts. I got Banzord. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh...
1: Is it Joe? Are you brave enough to go to West Virginia to get a, a new uh red ninja? No. Nope. Yeah, I think so.
0: It ain't in nitro. It ain't worth going to. No, that's not true. Anyways, if you're one of the six people in the general area, this one, get on out. Support your local shows. That's how they do more local shows. Tell He Man we said hi. That is on Saturday, October 22, 2022, sponsored by Joe Fest. Is that the Joe Fest logo? I can't tell. Looks like it. Okay. All right. Great. There you go. Next up. It's New Jersey Collecticon. Back on the calendar again, October 29th. That is a Saturday, ten dollar admission from ten to five. Twenty dollar early burr, you get in at eight o'clock. That's when all the deals happen. That's what they tell me. That's where all the deals are.
4: That's a great show.
0: It is. Do you do you pay early and make the deals?
4: Uh I used to yes, before COVID I would go and You were there pay. as a guest,
0: though. You were there a... To- you there with the with the booth?
4: I was there with the finest, but I also uh have gone not as a finest member. Okay, sure.
0: You gonna be out at this one?
4: Uh no, we're we are gonna be in Jersey. I might be able to get away from the family to go <laughs> toy shopping.
3: Mm,
0: we've put the idea in her head. Yeah. Yep, there we go.
4: Can I get away from the family? Man, my husband would be like, What are you doing?
1: Right. Say so me and the godfather are going up to New Jersey <laughs> yeah. He says, Baby, you're always the finest.
4: I'm I'm let's always get, let's fine. go
1: to New Jersey. And you're like, I'm good. Thank you.
4: <laughs> you're gonna
2: <just> say, <laughs> we are gonna go visit Jim Butel, host of When Animals Bang on the Discovery Channel.
4: What?
0: What? <laughs> the host of Jim Butel Week on yeah. Discovery. Featuring such shows as When Animals Bang. <laughs> hey, you can't park that there.
3: Oh, hang on. I need
0: to stop though. These are just, <laughs> you know, it's a good show, and we're taking on to inside jokes with one other person in the world. I know. But really, if if there, someday I will make a clip for When Animals Bang, and Jim will. It. Yes, he will. He will. That, that that is a promise. He'll he'll volunteer to narrate it. Come on. It, it may take years, but we will make that happen.
2: <laughs> All you'd have to do is tell him you were doing it. He'd be in on it in a right, second.
0: We we he'd be at the front door. Anyways, <laughs> uh, after that, uh, November fourth and fifth is assembly required in scenic Des Moines, Iowa. And I say scenic because there's a nice Burger King. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the only. It's th- the only th- place he's been in Des Moines. So, um, I, it's all I can vouch for. But actually, uh, my, my my friend Jamie, his brother, lives in Des Moines. He's raving about it all the time. He's always trying to get him to move out there. He's like, "Come on, it's nice. It's clean. Uh, you get lots of corn. There's assembly required. So it's right there on the brochure. Uh, it's at the High V Hall in downtown Des Moines." Uh, all kinds of activities on friday you may want to check the website at codenameiowa.com uh, as far as the availability on all that stuff remains uh, i think they've still got hotel block pricing available through next week uh, and yeah yeah if you're if you're anywhere in that area if you've got some vacation days to burn you still got some time get that request in get yourself out to Assembly required in Des Moines. We talked to to Brian Sauer a couple of weeks ago. You can go rewatch our episode from a couple of weeks back and and get all the details there.
1: He's got so m- I didn't know all the stuff he had. Any idea the kind of stuff he had planned before he came on? And especially those cardbacks, those O thirteen cardbacks are ridiculous. So yeah,
0: pretty good stuff. Pretty neat exclusives going on. Um, so again, assembly required. Go to Iowa. All right, so Rich Cohan, because I am lame and didn't email the poster, to Ohio and Gerard, Ohio, October fifteenth, five dollars to get in, featuring Johnny Gargano, Candice Lerae, Danhausen, and more. It'll be my first time going. Uh, so there you go, Johnny Gargano, Candice Lerae, Danhausen, and Rich Cohen.
3: We lots of fans
1: a couple
0: of- weeks back, didn't we?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Did we? I don't know. I lots of fan houses too. All the fan houses are. All the there. fan
0: houses in the in the househausen.
1: Bring him money. <laughs> and a gold rocket car.
0: I think that's what he wants. And uh, there is no Joe stuff at NYCC. No, there's a little. We'll get your pictures later. Anyways, moving forward. Fanboy Expo, November 12th and 13th in Indianapolis, Indiana at the State Fairgrounds. Uh, you see the guest list there? I'm not going to read it again because I'm tired. Get more information at fanboyexpo.com. Kind of a pricey one, so don't let the sticker shock uh, throw you if you really want to get out to meet any of those folks. It's a good list. It's not bad. And many more. Uh, Joe Colton, you ever meet fellow Canadian Dave Foley? I not. All right. I thought all you Canadians knew one another.
4: Uh, we have a secret handshake.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is it possible for you to teach us then? Maybe. No, it's against the rules.
4: What are you talking about?
0: Shut up. He did. Nobody has to know. Just yeah. saying. Nobody has to know. She can teach us the Canadian handshake. That sounds dirty. Then mm-hmm. we can use it to meet Lord Michaels. <laughs> I think. I think the uh, instructional video cassette, because it's a, it's still on video cassette. I think that's narrated by Lord Michaels.
2: So you're from Canada.
1: And it's recorded over uh, the original pro uh, pilot for Laser Cats (laughs) Five.
0: Take your friend by the left elbow. (laughs) Anyways, Uh, (coughs) our friend Chad reminds us: uh, Mark can't shake hands with no pants on. Rules, people.
1: It's true, but I can count to twenty-one.
0: There ain't no rules. That would bounce around a little bit. That's all right. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, I, I, uh, I have a lot of jokes that, that use that, uh, fundamental truth. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's just, it's simple math. Right. Right. But, um, yes. Yes. So if you're anywhere in our, our neck of the woods, come on down. Will we be there? Yeah. Probably not.
3: Yeah.
0: Probably not. It's kind of expensive. And I I do not have, uh, I do not know the Canadian handshake, so I cannot meet Dave Foley. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because Joe Colton is probably not going to teach us before November 12th. He'd probably crush your head anyway. That wasn't him. That wasn't him? That wasn't him. All right. No. no. Who was that? It was Mark McKinney and uh, Kevin McDonald. Okay. We're always the two fighting it out crushing your head and pinching your face. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm tired. Anyways, should be with all that, not working this week, right? Look, look, it is its own mental energy to just try to stay engaged when there's nothing going on. (laughs) Oh, Why, why don't you, why don't you read that packet again? Oh Jesus.
4: <laughs> What's happening?
1: Oh, reliving work. I'm sorry. I think you should bash your head on the keyboard, Guy Smiley style. Like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't,
2: Guy, it wasn't Guy Smiley, it was Don Music.
0: Don
1: Music. Oh, Don Music. Guy Smiley was the interviewer, right? He was the game show host. Game show host, yeah. game show host. that's right.
0: Don same. Music? I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, same, same puppet, just with different stuff. Who's the Muppet that throws the fish? I like that guy. It's Lou New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> and his amazing flying fish act.
1: I like that you both damn near hit a buzzer to answer that first. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's,
0: <laughs> it's Muppet stuff. We're in.
1: Who's <laughs> New Zealand?
2: Wait, who's the dynamite guy? Crazy Harry.
0: Yeah, Crazy Harry. Okay. I, think I mean, my cool. personal favorite obscure Muppet is Bobby Benson. Of, Bobby, of ben. Bobby Benson's baby band. <laughs> It's so wrong. Or the Muppaphones. That's they're they're pretty cool.
3: Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Next news item.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you gotta back me up when I say next news item, or it doesn't sound authentic. Doot, doot,
0: doot, 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 doot. We're not in the news.
1: I know. You're
3: we're, tra- we're trying to get say, there.
0: You were you good, Joe Colton. Don't let him bully you around. Come on. You're second in charge here. I'm only around to be a bad influence. You're second in command. He he's home unsupervised. We're lucky he's
2: not reliving risky business right now. Right. New
0: Zealand.
1: I can take those old records off the shelf if you
0: want. Deep dive on the Muppets. No, not even close, man. We we can give you a deep dive on the Muppets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that little counter number just plummet down to zero.
2: You but know we'd I'm have saying? fun.
0: We'd have exactly yeah. Rob and I. <laughs> me meaning Rob and I.
2: Ah, we can call dad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that that yeah. It's really his fault, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was that was his deal back in the late 70s. That was his favorite show.
2: <laughs>
0: Anyways, going on across the pond, as we say. Uh, roll out, roll call, Sunday, November 13th in Fortingbridge. That's the show that is put on, one of the shows put on by our good friend Dave Tree over at All the Cool Stuff. All the Cool Stuff is the sponsor of The Swear Jar. Uh, remember to hit up our, our coffee link down below. Uh, get yourself in The Swear Jar. Uh, pay, pay Joe Colton's way out, out of uh, purgatory. Let her curse with impunity. Or without fear.
2: Reckless abandon.
0: Let her... Let her curse to the ability of, uh, like, Mark wasn't wearing pants. Right. You can only do that by supporting us in the swear jar. But anyway, all roll out, roll Sunday, November
1: She throws curses around like Dan Housen.
0: She does. She's not saying much of anything tonight, which makes me concerned. She's sad.
4: I'm waiting to get to the news. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's, she's second guessing one of her life choices, right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: one very specific
0: one. She, she's a sh- she's secretly ashamed of her favorite obscure Muppet. But regarding the is, well, he he might be Canadian. That's possible. Anyways, but. <laughs> Grouse Walker 9 reminds us that Seamus and Beaker had a segment together. That, yes, they did. And it's, mm-hmm. it's actually incredibly funny. Uh, so you get, the, you get the chance, to go it. on YouTube. Look up, uh, just type in Seamus Beaker Go, and you'll take your right to it. It's fantastic. Double redheads. Ratings gold. Yes. They are uh, kayfabe related. Anyways. <laughs> That's it for calendar. No, there has to be more. <laughs> well, there's there's more. More of Joe Colton in a compromising situation anyway.
2: There's Comic Con or a Toy Show. What's on your mind wants to no tell
3: Mike, Mark, and Joe Unity Calendar.
0: I love that. It's always our thumbnail. Anyways, <laughs> that's uh that's it for the <laughs>
3: <laughs> <I> hate you.
2: <laughs> no, you hate YouTube because no. we don't do it on purpose.
1: Oh, no. No, it amuses us though.
4: You put it in there. Yeah.
1: Joe, did that shoe make a sound effect when it came off? No. Yeah, because it
0: sounds like it might have been a. <laughs> With kind of a vacuum seal.
3: Sure.
4: <laughs> I told you guys I took it to the shoe repair guy and he was like, the oh, there's a trick to these, right? You have to lift the latch and then push. And I was like, I've undone shoes before. And he's like, no, 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 no. But ankle ones are like. <laughs> this is this is one of them newfangled child-proof
3: slippers.
1: Was he <laughs> right? Or was he just mansplaining shoes to you?
4: I think he was mansplaining because I was like, there was two of us. I was on a bed and my friend was pulling my shoe off. hmm and he's like i don't know i was like my husband tried to get it off as well and he was like you got to you to use the little latch thing and i was like did you think i tried to eat my foot out like i don't understand
2: <laughs> well not immediately <laughs> but after you got desperate there was some gnawing. <laughs> <laughs> Cooler
0: heads prevail is God. there
1: a sign on his door that said ain't no business like shoe
0: business
4: yeah something i, in figured. It.
0: I figured oh i mean you that I don't think they let you open a shoe repair business without that sign. I yeah, think you have to have that sign.
1: It's like the barber pole. Yeah. yeah it front.
0: They handed it out in cobbler school. Cobbler mm-hmm. school. He got his cobbler degree. It's only a two-year degree, but it you always work. You always work. <laughs> I should have gone into cobbling. Right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not a lot of layoffs in the cobbler sector.
0: Well... I, I guess, in the sen- in in the regard that you know, not many people get started, so it's tough to get fired. <laughs> you know, we're at a we're at a point in our society where when when your shoes break, you just get other shoes, and it's just people with extravagant costumes like Joe Colton that, that need fix.
1: We got to pick up the pace, sure. Matt. Ru- Matt Ruben's timing us.
0: What is Matt Rubin? What? 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 Wait, wait, where is that? 41 minutes in we haven't gotten to the news yet this is gonna be a good look man you want to get to the news quick you you do your own show
2: hey i think he's actually you know agreeing with us and saying yeah it's gonna be a good night
1: we don't want to be too predictable otherwise other people will know when to tune in to steal news from us
0: right
1: (laughs) i mean theoretically
3: it's
0: time for the news What? Oh my God! Oh, I'm really tired. Anyways, <laughs> first up, it's only three days left in the Kickstarter for Volume Nine and Ten of Creating GI Joe. Uh, get yourself Ooh. over to Kickstarter. It it's still still needs some help. Uh, we're close, but no cigar on this one. So uh, get yourself over if you're interested in this one. You're running out of time. <laughs> three <Two> days remaining. <coughs> volume of Creating GI Joe on Kickstarter. I think it's less than $1,500, so it's very doable. Tell them What's on Joe Mind sent you. You will get a 0% discount. Mm -hmm.
2: The coveted What's on Joe Mind discount.
0: Right. A lot of times, the coveted What's on Joe Mind discount is a punch in the nose, but this time they (laughs) have agreed to waive that.
1: (laughs) They have a special buy one, get none free special for for What's on Joe Mind
0: listeners. (laughs) And Ruben, yeah, I was looking into backing this, but then Amazon said, Here are your pre-orders. Yeah. Yeah, we heard that one this week. Ooh.
1: Make sure that next time, not to tell you how to collect, but pre-order from Target. It'll save you money. Because <laughs> they'll just give it back.
0: You rolled that community calendar clip, and my wife shrieked, We hates it forever. That's why I loves it forever. <laughs> it loves it forever. It's our precious. Not yours. It truly is. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind too, we're the show that uh we used to have a segment way back in the day where we talked about sports. And so uh everybody used to to bitch us bitch at us about it. And so what did we do? We started a whole other show on sports to separate it from the other from the rest of the show. We we did a, a fantasy football show. We did it, we ran a league and then we did a show around that league. It had nothing to do with G.I. Joe collecting at all separating it out so that people would quit complaining. And uh, all that did was make them complain louder because somehow, you know, like the collector mindset would not let them just, oh, that's a football episode. We don't have to listen to that
2: one. I think for some people, the very fact that it existed and our our lives
1: did not solely revolve around G.I. Joe. It was
0: a slap in the face.
1: Check out uh check out my man Draws Walker nine over there in the
0: comments. No, further down. I know, I know. Hang on. Yeah. Target missed the mark this year.
1: Target's been missing this mark for damn near three years now.
3: <laughs>
1: I went in the actually went into Target the other day to do a return.
0: That felt good.
1: <laughs> I didn't buy it. Wife bought it. I'll, oh, take
0: yeah, says, I'll take it so back. Should we talk about Astro's baseball? Sure. <laughs> there
1: you go. Asterisks baseball? Right. <laughs>
0: okay. I didn't have a trash can handy, so I we just went with a box.
2: An empty Walmart box.
0: Just Jeff 45 says, boring, boring, boring. Boring. <laughs> Hey,
2: not telling you how to live your life, man.
0: Right? Right. We, we know.
1: Now <laughs> our sport,
0: our sports segment is before and after the show. Right. And a lot of times during. Still. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh up next. Next news item. You're on mute.
4: I muted myself cuz I was coughing.
1: Right. Um, I, like the, I like the mute face.
0: <laughs> Next news item.
3: <laughs> there
0: we go. There we go. <coughs> and that one she leaves off mute.
2: <laughs> she doesn't have time.
0: Also on Kickstarter, uh, it's Action Force declassified. Funding until Halloween. Uh, this is from the folks at Blood for the Baron and Geek Force. Neat the package they got going there. Um, so we, again, we advise you to check that one out, pretty affordable, um, but give it a look. There's lots of, of great uh, pre-production style information on what was going on at Palatoy in the 80s, uh, kind of uh, not not quite the same as, as uh, Patty and Brian's book, but kind of a, a precursor to what actually made it to market. And uh, yeah, go check that one out too. While you're while you're at Kickstarter examining the other project, take a look at this project. Mm-hmm. Learn all about the Tiva Cyclops. Yeah, there, there's a book, there's a a DVD, there's a, a compendium magazine, there's all kinds of neat stuff. Why did they steal the G from Gotcha Man though? Because it was there. It's not all they do. It's not all they do. Oh, there you there you go, Mark. Partner in crime here. Yeah, it's always
1: business, never personal. They don't want your money.
0: Oh goodness. Jeff continues to be bored. This amuses yeah. me greatly. Next news item. <laughs> Yeah, so this was some news this week. Uh, Hasbro re-upped with Paramount their, their motion picture deal to keep Transformers and G.I. Joe with that movie studio. And uh, to say that that is a mixed a, bag? Yeah, something of a, of, a, of, a, of a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of deal. Um, so Folks, I'll pose the question here: Is this maybe the worst thing that could have happened for for GI Joe as a as a film franchise, or are, are they are we going to learn from our mistakes and maybe do one right? I mean, if you count up, there's been
1: nine combined, right? Transformers and GI Joe movies. Yes. And two of them were good. <laughs> Right, well,
4: combined, were good, or the,
1: the original Transformers was was pretty damn good.
3: Disagree. Okay, uh,
0: maybe maybe it got better by comparison as the others rolled
3: I,
1: around.
0: I think that's the case. I would say that the first one was kind of watchable. Um Optimus Prime wasn't quite the sociopath he would be in later installments, right? <laughs> but right. I, I would I would give the nod to to Bumblebee and Retaliation is what I would say.
1: Yeah. Bumble, i thought bumblebee was i liked bumblebee but it was after a bunch of crap <laughs> so maybe it got Including
4: the transformers knights
1: <laughs> the low bar but oof. yeah and and there were parts of both live gi joe live action movies that i dug and retaliation is definitely better than rise of cobra but not enough to make either movie good i don't think so
4: i don't know comparatively i think it's good Compared to the rest of those nine
1: films, yeah, yeah. The, the Transformers movies were pretty brutal uh, as they went along, but unless nobody else was interested at all, I don't know. Damn. I can't, I can't say- be excited about jumping back into bed with Paramount if you had the choice to try to leave when they've gone two for nine, basically.
0: Right. Now, uh, there is an interesting point in the chat here as well, and he's thinking what I'm thinking. Uh, Josiah Alcorn has, what, not if they can get a series on the network, meaning Paramount Plus uh, or even CBS. I, I think even CBS HBO. CBS is kind of a far reach, but Paramount Plus is certainly a possibility, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: I, guess.
2: I mean, they can't... Why would they do HBO if they have their own streaming service? And, you know, with HBO, it's not a 9,000-pound fiancé, so Discovery doesn't want to touch it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, HBO is not not the... The great option it was even just a few weeks ago so
4: or go amazon
0: yeah but uh if you're gonna like when they had that deal with amazon that production deal with amazon paramount plus didn't exist so i i think that's a big part of why paramount stopped farming out a lot of those properties is because that well they finally got their own service set up and running Mm -hmm. so maybe television is the end game in this one
2: is that maybe why we're not seeing a lot of products? Is that they're maybe trying to wait out contracts and hang on to the IP?
0: It's possible. Who who's trying to hang on to the IP?
2: Uh, like Hasbro and Paramount. Yeah, maybe. I mean, pure speculation, but
0: mm-hmm. absolutely, we know nothing. Yeah, we're just uh, we're just having the discussion here. But I mean. For- Throwing some more fuel on the fire, fanning the flames.
1: Paramount's not dying to make another Joe movie, right? You wouldn't I think. can't imagine they are. And the next Transformers movie is Beast Wars, which is has its diehard fans, but it's the most polarizing of the Transformer shows. So even if it's done right, there are a ton of G1 fans who are going to be truck, not monkey, and not have any interest in it. So I, I kind of doubt, even if it's done well, That Beast Wars is going to make Transformers uh, the apple of Hollywood's eye, so eh, dark days ahead. It looks like that's. I mean, I'm not going out on a limb here to to project doom and gloom for Paramount, but.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, yeah, I I really, it's not my nature to go that far, but man, that Snake Eyes was. Regardless of what you think about that movie, it it just made no ripple there was just nothing in the public consciousness for snake eyes other than hey snake eyes has a movie uh i mean we were still well well into pandemic time so it it wasn't like a bunch of people were going to the theater anyway and the few that did were probably in theaters like like rob and i where we were like two out of six people in the whole place (laughs) on on opening night and um i haven't been in a crowd that sparse since mcgruber that's it. Uh, I went to I went to see it in an
1: IMAX, very first show, first day, and it was me, the Hasbro GI Joe team, and about twelve other
0: people. Like, right?
1: Not that Rhode Island's huge, but
0: mm. there's only one theater, and it's out behind the general store. There's
1: only one big
0: IMAX, really, in Providence, so it was the place to be. Apparently, uh, Cornelius McGillicuddy says uh, the issue with Paramount per se or isn't with Paramount, per se. The issue is with Lorenzo de Bonaventura, and I think that's got something to do with it. But
1: No com- no comment.
0: Right. I don't think going to that necessarily he's the problem. I think he doesn't know enough about it to be the solution, which makes him the de facto problem. Like, he's just going to read a script and say, hey, that's going to make a good movie, rubber stamp. Like, it just, okay, great. You're not helping things. But, uh, yeah. Um, was anybody else interested in Hasbro movies? Well, clearly they were not, because yeah. uh, you know Snake Eyes made about uh, $25, 75 yeah, twenty five bucks at the theater. I I still maintain that uh, this is not the right way to go for this property. I think this property is too big, too expansive. I don't want to say it's too big, but it's too. There's too many characters. There's too much going on. I think serialized television is the way to go, and I think that even you want to push that forward, I think animation is the way to go because you have so many stories to tell, it's just going to take a long time.
1: Hey, I got an idea for animation.
0: Yes. Never Never anything? Mind. Never mind. Anything would be? Mm. Flipbook. Right. Joe Colton, you look like you're about to say something.
4: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> As I think way. if they continued after retaliation with that kind of storyline, I think it would have been a lot better movie than that fucking thing that we got. <laughs> Swear Jordan. <laughs> but that's just me. What do right. I know? Mr. Right. Right. Girl. Know. <laughs>
0: all right. You want to bring sexism into it? By all means, you go ahead and do that. We're <laughs> not here. I'm not here to decide when you feel threatened. <laughs> I think she's still salty from all those red ninjas falling off that zip line. I mean,
1: oh, Fred, oh, Beth, Carlton—those
0: were red ninjas <laughs> that were not in her collection. So, that she never be,
1: dude. She was down at the bottom with a big fisherman's net catching them as they fell, and you go on what the shelf, and You excellent. go on
0: the shelf. A pool skimmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My goodness! <laughs> Barking fridge says animation keep Kevin Smith away. All right, I wonder. I wonder what he's done lately. I like Clerks a lot. You ever see Clerks, the animated series? It was fantastic. Was it? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. it kind of, yeah. It was. It, it was. It was madcap hilarity. I mean, Charles Barkley's in an episode. Man, what else do you need? Isn't Charles Barkley in like every episode? Well, Charles Barkley wasn't every episode, but there was there was another one that anyways, I, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin yeah. the story. Go go look it up. I think they're on YouTube. All right. Anywho. Uh so anybody have any parting thoughts on G.I. Joe and Paramount? Sucks. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> there it is. Huh. What's the definition of
1: insanity? Oh, yeah.
0: Doing the same thing over and, over and 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 over again. And expecting a different result. Yes. Uh, mcdowell has got a good point there. I want an animation I can watch with my kids. They really like the brand, but they don't feel like much is aimed mm-hmm. towards it. I think that's valid. I think yeah. uh, G.I. Joe, just by the nature of it, does have to be a slightly older audience. Like, you... you I. 10 is kind of the bottom line if you're looking at television right yeah. i think always i think it always was historically
1: and you can it is not that hard to make something that is kid friendly and not kid focused but kid friendly right all ages that that diehards will still like because you know what especially now kids don't like being pandered to
0: No, kids are better than we give them credit for. That's why,
1: that's why I won't say everybody because everybody's different, but that's why I loved Larry's comic book because it used real military jargon and taught me stuff and it didn't pander to me at all. And you can do that in a show. You can make a smart show that's kid appropriate, that's all age appropriate. Or you can make another Bumblebee show.
2: right. If Again. you ask me, for example, like what what got more kids interested in Batman back in the day? Was it the movies or the cartoon?
1: cartoon?
3: I would say
2: the cartoon.
1: Yeah. Not that the movies weren't great, but the cartoon is every Saturday, right? Or every day after school.
2: Yeah. Well, and not only that, it was that classic, okay, we have to do these, you know, certain things, you know, to meet you know, standards for kids, but we're not writing
0: for them. Mm-hmm. The constant replay of uh, the sixties Batman on afternoon. Syndication. I did dig and, some Adam West. Can't underplay that one.
2: Well, no, I mean, but I, but I mean, I'm talking about like the animated series in this case. So, since we were talking about animation and you know not pandering to kids, I think it's a perfect example of kids can watch this, but you know, so could I.
0: <laughs> Andrew Galgan says, "Yeah, Rob, but the world is far different since Batman the Animated Series 30 years ago." And uh, to which we say, "Not in Rob's world."
1: <laughs> hey, I got a shout out to from Cornelius McGillicuddy. Huh? It's always always good to get pub on you know your own show, but on your on your
0: own YouTube thread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I, nothing warms my heart like when the Hazra Pulse live stream is going on, and someone goes, "Where's Mark?" Like, <laughs> I only need one. Just give me one to show, and then keep me going.
0: <laughs> uh twitch Diana Davis says damn it I, mean, I don't know why I just decided to throw that up there. next news item do, 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 do. hey it was uh Hasbro Investor Day 2022 and uh, here, here's the highlights on October 4th new CEO Chris Cox <laughs> I can't say that and not laugh, <laughs> outlined Hasbro's plans to increase profits by 50 percent in the next three years. Uh, G.I. Joe was not mentioned in Hasbro's press release from the event, nor was it mentioned on any of the live uh, video from the event. Uh, full event video can be seen at Investor.Hasbro.com. And then on October 6th, Hasbro laid off personnel. Always the first step when companies start talking about increasing profit margins. I'm just surprised it only took two days. So, uh, Mark Weber, we'll leave this up to you. you. Uh, I- As your
1: your Hasbro layoff correspondent?
0: Exactly. I'm going to give you just free reign here, but first I'm going to go ahead and and play a word from our sponsors to give you a chance to to get a a quick gulp of water and prepare yourself. So everybody will be back in just a few seconds after this word from Kokomo Toy. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel,
1: D.C., and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park
0: of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Now back to what's on your mind. All right. Mark Weber, as our lead has been correspondent. Mm Mm-hmm. What's up with this? I don't
1: even know how how deep this cut actually is. Uh I just know that one of one of my guys, one of my favorite designers, got his got his exit on Thursday and he'd been there 14 years,
3: wow. I think. Oh my God.
1: Great guy, good designer. Two other teams tried to poach him earlier this year. Like, come work for us. And he was like, No, I'm good on this team, but I appreciate it. So two other teams were interested in bringing him, you know, laterally over earlier this year. And with that much interest in his services, because he's a quality designer and a really good guy. And I, I don't think he's ever worked on Joe. So on GI Joe. So it's, I don't think anybody knows him, uh, but he's a fantastic guy. One of my best friends there. And he got his papers on Thursday just cause, just cause right. Been there and, too
0: long and was too far up the, the, salary scale
1: probably i mean maybe uh but designers always bemoaned that it was really hard to get ahead uh on the designer side of things right so he'd been spinning his wheels for quite some time but quietly not making trouble so um yeah so it, it sucks and it is one of the bits is Rhode Island is not exactly the place people are dying to move, right? There are a lot of people who are saying, I cannot wait to get to Rhode Island. Not that there's anything wrong with Rhode Island. We've been happy here for a decade, but people move their families for this job and start families here and get their kids in school. And as, ma- as many top whatever lists as you want a pub that you're on every year, It has been a continual line of layoffs from this company for a long long time and i am am i a biased journalist here yes absolutely a thousand percent but when i was when i was let go from hasbro (laughs) due to the delays in the gi joe movie my old job on transformers was open and i play that 900 percent number all the time but that's the stone cold truth is that i raised the profit on generations for Transformers, 900% over two years, but there wasn't the foresight to keep me around and put me back on the brand I had been pulled from to continue making record profits. And the same way for my buddy, who's a fantastic designer and a wonderful guy who two other teams wanted, you know, earlier in the year, but now he's, now he's not there and that's the continued frustration of this and for the guy, the people who remain like, as, as far as we know, nobody that, that we'd know from the JGI G- G- Joe team lost their jobs. So they're, they're all still there. The people who we know are important to this brand right now, but they've been trimming staff for three years. And the people that remain, the, the work doesn't slow down. There's still just as much work.
3: No,
1: there's just Probably less
0: More considering how, how much they're, they they're trying to grow things
1: there's just less hands to do it and they get thinner and they get younger and there's nothing wrong with young talent, but there's nothing wrong with veterans either. And I think you see some of the pains of the growing pains of youth on several other brands right now. So I get, I just, I hate the concept of layoffs. I know it's a a reality of business now and then. um, But
2: it seems when, to be a biannual event at Hasbro.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and a lot of their hiring is uh, is temp workers right now. Look at their list job listings. A lot of it is temporary workers who are only there three or six months, and then they'll go look for another one. And and the way that structure works is if you if you temp for six months and do a great job, they either have to hire you and give a kickback to the company that was actually employing you and letting you work there. Or they have to let you go for six months and then they can bring you in as a Hasbro employee without having to pay the temp agency. So even if you go in as a temp and do a fantastic job, they are not going to keep you. Right. So I don't know.
0: I've been in that position with other jobs before.
1: It is a, yeah, I'm never going to be unbiased about this. And I'm not, I try not to be too loud. I try not to be too preachy about it. But when I see really good people let go, it breaks my heart because I know it broke theirs. And
4: you've actually been pretty level-headed and, and fair when we talk about stuff like this. So don't ever feel like.
1: Yeah, I don't. Wa- I appreciate that, and I don't want to be hatchet guy, right? I, and I and I love. I still love the brands, right? Yeah, and, and wish them well. Clearly,
4: I don't,
1: <laughs> I don't want the brands to do poorly. Yeah, um, but I was. Uh, it's a tough exit if you. especially if you moved your family out here yeah, and then got, you know, got established and then got told through no fault of your own. Yeah. This isn't going to work. Like that's a tough one. And I hate it, hate it when it happens to friends of mine. So,
2: well, particularly because, I mean, it just seems to be, uh, you know, I mean, at a time where, I mean, they've had a very, you know, a couple of very profitable years, but yet, you know, like they're always because you know it's corporate bookkeeping. They're always looking to, you well, know, I, pry I, I poor.
0: Think, I think uh, the the pandemic was good to Hasbro because mm-hmm. you know everybody was at home, so toys and games became very popular items to buy. I mm-hmm. think last quarter they they did take a loss.
1: Not, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name nor pub Fix your
2: distribution angles. Every other company right? done it.
1: Right. I'm not gonna name nor pub. Uh, the company I'm working for right now but it's it's display booths and uh show equipment really and I wasn't there but when the pandemic hit that was a death blow to a company that makes its makes its uh money off display booths and exhibitor stuff and they didn't lay off a single person they let them all work from home and they pivoted into uh, like a lot of the acrylic sneeze guards you found at supermarkets and stuff. Mm-hmm. They pivoted quick to get into making necessary equipment for the pandemic, which was necessary, uh, but also necessary on another level, right? They found a way yeah. to creatively pivot their business and they laid nobody off. So there are it's ways fair, to too. do it.
4: Some, some people couldn't, couldn't figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool,
1: and and the other thing too, when the when the heads and then now actually there were a decent amount of manager and we talked about uh, Joe Navaji moving out, who was in charge of Joe, Colton, Colton, G.I. Joe at the top. There's a little slip there, um, and he left like last week, and there were a bunch of people at about that level, three or four that I know, that took new jobs, and there was some scuttle that people saw this coming and for whatever reason some people knew that that heads were going to roll and some people just got out and just went you know what i don't need this or i don't need to work harder than i already am even if i get to stay so there were a decent amount of director level types that got out on their own that just said it felt like it was a bunch at once it felt like they just said enough I don't need that. Maybe they were approached on which members of their staff they could lose. And they just went, you know, I'm not doing this again. And that's pure conjecture from on my part. But there were a notable amount that got out. But you never, ever, never, ever, never, ever see the C-suite taking a pay cut or them losing a executive vice president or anything. It's always the
0: worker bees.
1: Right. And it takes a lot of worker bees to equal one executive vice president.
0: So, yeah, I, I think we have to, we have to just continue to wrap our fingers around the reality that this company that we, that we love without overplaying. I mean, we, we love what Hasbro does. No question. We, we, we buy all the toys, put them on our shelves so that other people can see all the toys we've bought. Um, we love them, but, um, They, they, uh, they're just like any other big business right now, where just all the money wants to funnel up to the top, funnel out to the, the, uh, the stockholders and for the people that actually build the company and make the things that you love. It's just a, a, a boot in the pants and a roll out the door. And, and sometimes it's
1: so short sighted that people who are actually making them a tremendous amount of money are still the ones right? Shown the door. Right. So.
0: right. Uh, Joel McMullen says, uh, be curious to see how much of the e-losses were the e-one deal. Hasbro makes great toys, but they mess the bed doing anything else. I, I think they're committed to e-one. I, I mean, all of the other properties that they had with Paramount besides G.I. Joe and Transformers, rolled over to E1. So they're keeping all that stuff in-house. But I don't think they have movie plans for anything else. I don't think they have live action plans for anything else. For well, and, property, so.
1: and and not to speak poorly of, of those who've left us, but the real movie passion, that was Brian Goldner's passion. He loved, loved Hollywood and producing right. and being involved in that scene.
0: Well, he was and- on he was on Paramount's board, wasn't he? believe so yeah i i believe i remember reading that in the in the obituaries
1: but there was nothing from what i from what i heard and i didn't know him a bit i think i talked to him twice um that was what really lit him up was the involvement in hollywood projects and future films and so that was that was a big push for the company while he was there and you know, if you actually look at it and spread them all out versus money spent versus money earned versus rotten tomato scores, they didn't make very many good movies. They didn't really act, the, the theatrical parts did not activate many of their brands. Right. So it was on a lot of levels time and
0: money wasted. Right. It was a bit of lightning in a bottle with that uh, first Transformers movie that they were never able to replicate. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so so that's Investor Day. Uh, a lot of mixed signals there as we come out of uh, PulseCon. we when uh, feelings were generally pretty good after PulseCon, right? I mean, there's there's stuff not to like about PulseCon, and and we can talk about that in a minute or two. But on the whole, we got to see new product and we got to know what was coming next, and it was another great presentation by the Joe team. And then here, literally less than a week later, this. Right.
2: Yeah, it's three it's, days
0: after. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really frustrating to see. You know, we we can't help but feel ownership a little bit of this company because we support them so heavily. Um, so it it really hurts to see stuff like this happen. I mean, we had nothing to do with it, but it kind of feels like it's on our watch. And that's not yeah. we, the four of us. It's we, all of us.
2: Now, when you mentioned that they don't talk about, like, G.I. Joe and stuff like that, was it just because this thing is just strictly for investors who are just buying the stock and really probably don't give, you know, uh, you know, a rat's patoot? Or, are they, you know, they're just going through, and we're Hasbro, the makers of uh, Transformers and other things, that type of thing? Or are they just specifically going through, like, outlines of what they plan to focus on for the next couple of
0: years and not
2: mentioning G.I. Joe specifically?
0: Well, there, there were specific mentions made of all of their other prestige brands. Mm-hmm. Somehow, G.I. Joe is still not one of them, uh, despite, you know...
2: Despite uh, that being the house that
1: Joe built twice. It's, it's I mean, there's three categories, right? Franchise brands that they own and are pushing like crazy. Partner brands that they pay licenses for. And then everybody else. And they've changed the term for everybody else a couple times.
0: But. Right. And somehow, some way, despite another rise from the ashes by uh, the GI Joe brand, um, still an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Really disheartening. It's why, with all as great as 2023 is shaping up to be uh, for GI Joe and specifically for Classified, I'm really worried about what comes after that.
1: I mean, I, I wouldn't qualify that, Mike. I mean, I'm excited about what we've seen, right? Right. But the distribution is still awful, right? The fans are frustrated by the, the Pulse exclusives they can't get. Target is, still can't figure out a pre-order. They're not shipping to Europe anymore, and we don't know why. So I love what they've been showing us. I think the product looks super promising. But is there 2023... Are, there are
2: some definite cracks in the dam. Is yeah.
1: 2023 shaping up to be a big year for G.I. Joe? I'm not sure we can say that.
0: I, I don't know if it's going to be any bigger of a year than 2022 was, but in terms of product, it looks like it's going to be a really fun year. But uh, again, it just it's going to be potential wasted and milk spoiled after that. I think. Anyways, I I, I don't want to be negative about this, but yeah. I it, I have I I won't lie I won't lie and say I don't have concerns either. Mm-hmm. uh rozo family asked what are the earnings for each brand mining minus licensing costs we nobody get they don't get that give out that information no No. although i can
2: tell you the licensing costs for joe are like what zero
1: yeah or nothing like they they pay a royalty on transformers not everybody knows that but it is a it is an agreement a partnership
2: they're um, they're splitting the pie with takara with
1: takara and takara has japanese selling rights as part of that um but they pay a ton a ton for marvel and star wars which is why your, you know, your Star Wars guys come with one lightsaber or one blaster, and not a lot of alternate heads or alternate hands or extra gear, or, and by and large, superheroes don't have a lot of gear either. So that helps keep costs down on Marvel. But the Joe stuff is tremendously profitable by comparison. So, I mean, like a movie Marvel Legend is paying a royalty to Marvel under the Disney umbrella, but also to the studio for the movie, right? They're going to a whole a hell of a lot of profit in a Dr. Strange multiverse of madness figure, but a GI Joe classified figure thats pure profit, especially right. with the price being raised to match the other six inch figures.
0: Like it's just even more.
1: Yeah. Joe is tremendously pop, uh, profitable. And so that's, I think that's one of the things that's keeping it safe right now is i don't know and again people when people say well the sales are great or well they're always sold out whenever i go to my walmart well that's your walmart in wherever unless you actually have access to the production numbers you don't know that sales are great you know that they're hard to find right which probably is a good thing but sometimes it isn't a good thing so we don't know none of us know how sales are. But we do know simply because of how the line is constructed, that it's Hasbro owned and paying no royalty anywhere else other than the the Snake Eyes movie stuff, that it's tremendously profitable for everyone they manage to get to a shelf or to a uh, online retailer who fulfills orders.
2: And there's the issue. I mean, people could say, oh, the stuff is always selling out to get you know when you get to a store I'm not convinced they're getting to a store.
1: Right, none of us because
2: if you look closely at the shelves, look look at the tags. Do you see a tag for that product? And a lot of times, I don't.
0: So, anyways, uh, the Cobra Viper says hi from an old friend, Jason W, and uh, just want to uh, barge in with his attention whore tactics. Uh, Wells, Wells, you need to be subscribed. That's all I'm saying. So, anyways, uh, and two, I have a feeling that it is not at the distribution level, but it, it's possible that that's an option. Like, it, it's possible that these things are getting to Target's and Walmart's distribution centers and sitting there. I don't think that that's the case, but it is a sliver of a possibility, too. So,
1: um, Andrew's got a, a really good point here that because they aren't promoting the brand any other way beyond comic books. If there aren't toys on the peg, how would you know about G.I. Joe if you weren't yes. already a fan?
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Yes.
1: right. And comic book sales in general, not Joe specific, have been dwindling for years, right. decades maybe.
0: Even. Right. Really, G- G.I. Joe has a pretty healthy baked-in audience on comic mm-hmm. more so than a lot of other brands, more so than a lot of other properties. And, uh, it, I mean, it only goes so far.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And most, because that fan base is is older, I would say most of them have kids, but most of them are old enough to have kids who they would introduce, are probably already introducing to the brand as they can. But if there was kid-friendly entertainment or kid-friendly toys, they probably would be encouraging them to get themselves
0: some. Right.
2: The The number one comic book every month is normally... That month's issue of Batman, which will typically sell about a hundred thousand copies a month. Number one in the eighties, that would be that would almost be the cancellation thresholds for a lot of books. Right. right, all right. And this is a DC book. This is Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you figure DC and Marvel together make up probably 70% if not more of the total yeah. comic market every month.
0: I think 70 is an extremely low guess. I'm
2: probably lowballing it. It may be it may some months it may be as high as 80. You know, or even more. That means that every other publisher, Dark Horse, IDW, Image, Archie, Boom, whatever, is that other percent. Every other publisher So if you're relying on the comic book to sell your figures, like I said, the Joe, I I don't know what the Joe issue sales are, but they're probably a couple thousand. Now, it's a steady stream that they're getting every month, which means that IDW, you know, through their ownership of the license has kept that book going because it's consistent. They know they can count on it, but that ain't like that ain't lighting up uh, a fire on anybody.
0: No, when I've poked around for figures, it's usually between five and six thousand. Yeah, which is again for t- today's day and age is fine. It, it's yeah. A, a I pretty, mean now
2: I, now it's a different world with every form of entertainment. You know, I mean back in the '80s, you're still relying on mainly three television networks, and ratings were you know chi- gigantic and stuff like that. Now cable and streaming and everything that have completely, you know, scattered. You know, so you know a, a a what used to be seen as a minuscule this show needs to get canceled rating. Is probably leading her just as it is with comic books,
1: mm-hmm. right? But in that changing landscape, there's now so many providers dying for content, and yeah. they haven't been able to find a home for GI Joe anywhere. Exactly. Like, no. are I, they trying?
0: I think yeah. there's a home. I just don't think they're able to announce it yet.
1: May yeah. we hope? But but even even if that's true, Mike, it's taken way too long, right? this gap between resolute well not resolute but renegades and
0: whatever's next well i mean in terms of comic books or what, what no you...
1: in terms of just entertainment oh right, right right right, yeah i'm sorry i got i got confused on that i wasn't talking about comic books. i'm talking about entertainment yeah uh
0: uh sean russell says uh so rob what you're saying is we need batman to join gi joe that is correct
1: batman. you fought snake eyes
2: yeah, really, the worst thing for the G.I. Joe property would have been to go to either DC or Marvel because they you'd we, have gotten five issues out of it.
0: But uh, Dian- Diana Davis adds, and she's somebody who would know uh, the comic is in no way, shape, or form being used to sell the figures, podcasts, and live streams, leaks, and fun websites are. And yeah, it's true because uh, a lot of times, the as if it, I, I guess it, it's kind of an incidental promote. I mean, you're going to get some of that just because the name and the logo is the same. Uh, but if the figure doesn't look like the the character in the comic, then, yeah, no, it, it's really not. And they're not worried about making those things line up in the comic. It's, they're worried about making the, the characters in the comic look like they did in the 80s and 90s.
1: And I was going to say it wasn't that long ago, but it was like seven years ago <laughs> that they had an embedded person working with IDW in the year ahead of the comics. To say what figures are being released and how can we tie them in? Remember when all the combiners came back in IDW comic in time for the combiner wars toys? Yeah, it and can the combiner be done.
2: wars miniseries that
1: can. It can be done. It just takes foresight and once I don't know what, either both sides or one side of it didn't care to do that anymore. So,
0: right. And uh, but again, I don't think anything would. I don't think anything promotes a toy in today's economy more so than an animation series would. And that's, mm-hmm. yeah, we've we've done that before. Anyways. Well, and yeah, and, and one... Diana's got that comment in there too, that the cartoon reached
2: more people than the comic ever did. Oh, certainly. Yep. And, mm-hmm. as, and as crazy as, as the G.I. Joe comic sold in the 80s, it was one of Marvel's top books. It was doing amazing Spider-Man and X-Men
0: numbers. But still, a cartoon is going to be millions more people. Sure. Well, the, that's that's really where the bulk of the footprint in popular culture is. Like, if you talk yeah. to talk to somebody who is not a GI Joe fan per se, but what they they still watch the show when they were a kid, right? They still remember Duke and Scarlet and Snake Eyes and and shipwreck from the cartoon. They they don't know a thing about uh, the the Snake Eyes stuff in the comic.
1: Mike, it's scrolling up off the screen, but Cornelius has another has a important point or something that I think it's always important to counter. Where he says,
3: "Yeah, at the at end of the,
1: end the, of the day,
0: day, Hasbro management is uncomfortable with Real American Hero being a military brand," and I still maintain that that is the coward's way out.
1: Absolutely, and it's it's dead right. I'm not saying he's wrong no. because I think there are people. No, who, no, his
0: his thought I think is is spot on. Yeah, but I, I think that. Real American Hero was never really a military brand. It was kind of a military. It was it was a science fiction line with a military backdrop. I think is the closest we get.
1: And GI Joe in general, and I and I would I preach this, you know, saying this from my soapbox every time. If you look at the overall license all the way back through Super Joe and, and Adventure Team, you can't say that GI Joe's always been a military brand or always been a war brand, right? GI right. Joe at its core, if you understand it is about courage and you can sell that forever if you know what you're doing
0: right uh, there's there's no difference in selling uh anybody in gi joe the same way you sell any other superhero right even
1: even better mike because they don't have
0: powers well, well yeah it's just it one one might be wearing a, a bat suit with pointy ears and another one's dressed in fatigues but they're both fighting for the same thing they're trying yeah. to keep the peace uh, and they are face staring down evil to do that there you go absolutely it, it's it's the same thing it is the same story so not not being comfortable with with military yes that i think that that's true i think that holds water i just think it's a bogus sentiment yeah i agree uh anyways uh next news item uh mark i think you got to step in here
1: do 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 do
0: that's the base. That's the alto version. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got some uh, just a few pictures of the very scant products that are at New York Comic Con this weekend. Uh, Super Seven finally showing off Wave One from their Ultimates line. Um, sorry, feel bad for you if you pre-ordered that bad boy. That's been that's been waiting a while. Yeah, uh, they
2: did this at San Diego too, and you know. Yeah,
0: still waiting. Uh, but there's Duke and, and there's the bat and um and there's snake eyes and there's all three of them cobra commander i didn't see any pictures of so uh i imagine he's there somewhere maybe they don't have him on display i don't know what's going on um yeah these these really they look neat but man they're taking their time yeah any 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 other thoughts that we like we've covered these probably three times in the past anything new it's
1: interesting that they're using green for the G.I. Joe packaging when Hasbro's using military green for their Cobra officer soldier two pack with the wrong weapons.
0: With the wrong weapons. Yeah.
1: They can't both be right.
0: <laughs> oh. That brings a chalky tank, That's right. In the Meowler. On the Meowler. In the Meowler. I don't know. Rolling out with the Meowler.
1: Let's give a shout out to Cookie Monster Cat who's healing up in uh California and waiting to ride shotgun
0: with Chonka Tan right. Kitty. That's right. We gotta we gotta find him his own his own tank. Oh yeah. A yes. uh,
1: his tank, right? For a cat. Right. <laughs> uh,
2: some meowler.
0: Some meowler. So uh I, I guess we'll uh I, I was kind of hoping to get a little bit of this in while while Joe is here, but of course now she's had to duck out for just a second. She'll be back, but um, we really didn't get a chance because we ran long last week to to just have final thoughts on PulseCon. And uh, Rob, was there anything anything out there that you want to? Whether it's another a standout from another brand or something you you felt was missing from GI Joe or whatever, we don't care. Free free thought time.
2: Uh Joe Stuff looked very nice. I didn't watch a heck of a lot of other stuff. I I kind of skimmed through the Marvel panel. Um I mean they're trying on that Ghost Rider Haslab. God bless them, but I, I just don't know if uh, you know, Robbie Reyes and his and his charger is uh, enough of a carry to to pay $350 for.
0: Yeah, that's a tough sell.
2: That is a tough sell on a. I mean, let's face it. That is a that's a that's a B list Ghost Rider, and yeah. Ghost Rider's not an A list character.
0: No, it's uh that is um, up to the to the C list guy. Yeah, I mean, no oh, matter man, how I I mean, no matter how cool champions. it is. Yeah, he's I mean, it looks cool me in Los Angeles. If that was a
2: Batmobile, I'd be shaking change out of the car, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get but. <laughs> but i'm not interested in Ghost Rider, you know so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna you know i'm saving my 350 dollars for you know i don't know food um the indiana jones stuff coming out that looks kind of cool
0: yeah they got milty- I, I i
2: ordered i ordered i ordered a six inch indian melty face tote i gotta be honest. face tote and mark he does have a he does have the trench coat you can show over the shoulders oh, so solid I think you can have undercover six-inch Joes.
1: The the curse (laughs) of Indiana Jones and Han Solo on some level, too. It is hard to capture Harrison Ford's likeness on a toy. Yeah. There are very few Solos or Indies over the years that I looked at and went, yeah, it looks like him. Yeah. Just hard to capture. So it's always, it doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look great either. So I don't know what it is about Ford that makes it hard to, to nail the likeness, or maybe he just won't let anybody scan his face ever, which sounds more likely. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Hold still, Mr. Ford. Get out of here,
0: kid. Well, he's, he's, he's going, he goes to get scanned, and then he crashes his plane on the way there. Right.
1: <laughs> I did like that time when he, when he parked his plane on the golf course. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and what if, uh, now, I totally agree with the young Ghost Rider, because um, I think the car is fantastic. It looks great. But,
0: yeah, it's it's amazing. I I don't know if it's three hundred fifty dollars amazing, but yeah, yeah like I
2: said, I uh, there is no criticism on the work that these people are yeah. doing. But if you're gonna do, uh, if you're gonna throw a Haslab out there, all right, the sail barge people wanted, Unicron people wanted, his tank people wanted, Galactus people wanted, Sentinel people wanted,
1: um. Sky the striker, ones that the ones that is. have failed, people didn't want. Rancor Cookie Monster.
2: Yeah, I awesome. mean Cookie Monster as 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 cute as Cookie Monster is and as lovable a character. I I can't see there was a big clamoring for a three hundred dollar Cookie Monster.
1: Well, and they launched him at the same time as two more popular properties. Yeah, yeah so and he was dead on arrival.
2: And I mean, I look at I. I it seems like, you know, they're really relying on the additional tiers to try and push this thing over the line, which is sad because people wanting to get those additional tiers are probably not going to get those figures. Right. I mean, and the thing has actually been, now it's at the point where it's losing. People are dropping out of it. Um, As a total package, that didn't look like $350 to me.
1: When it doesn't fund, you know, they're going to look back and go, we should have done under boob on the Goblin Queen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that'll be the lament.
2: You know, whereas the Hiss Tank, I mean, the Hiss Tank looked more like 300 to me. The Sky Striker looked like 230 to me. You know, before we got any tears and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the base package looked like, okay, I can justify paying for that. I, I, you, 350 is a, an awful stretch for a ghostwriter in a car.
3: Yeah.
0: Mark Weber, your thoughts on, uh, on, pulsecon
1: i mean i didn't watch anything but but joe but the joe panel um i think it's it must be what they expected from the serpentor quick sellout right they must have known i can't imagine they didn't know that however after the mind
2: bender i would think they had to expect it
1: yeah yeah so it must be this is just me playing sun devil's advocate it must be what they wanted right i don't believe that they got surprised by that. So is, is the advantage of if it did anything, it hammered in. You probably better be a premium member. If you really want to get everything. And if that's what they wanted to accomplish was to underline the idea that you should be a premium member. If you aren't now mission accomplished, but they also pissed off a huge chunk of a very dedicated fan base. And it won't be, I'm not saying it's the end of it because who knows when if they might make more available or change things up down the road. But as it stands right now, got a lot of angry people out there.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's be it, it's going to be that they just leave it at that. There's going to be yeah. more of them that gets sold. There's going to be they're going to open that again. But it does still suck to have that game played with you.
1: But if they're gonna, if they had already planned that or decided, well, if there's a ton of backlash, then we'll open it up again, then you've created angst for no real reason, right? right? What's Which the was upside? a hallmark of the early
2: days of this brand. Yeah, what's
1: the <laughs> upside of the angst you intentionally created, right? Because it's either one or the other, either they didn't see it coming and they're morons, and I don't believe that, Not or th- or this is what they wanted. But why? Right. I, I don't did notice... I don't see the ups I don't see there being more upside to however many more premium memberships they sold.
2: I I did notice one thing on the Serpentor listings. I mean typically if something sells out on the pulse, you just see sold out. All right. And then eventually, you know, a lot of times those things, you know, do get refilled, you know, and come back. Um but on Serpentor, if you click on him, it will say email me when available.
1: Okay. And, and that's, not
2: just, you're not just getting the sold out stripe like you are like on the crimson bat right now.
1: Okay, so maybe their email, maybe their so email, there, f- there
2: may be something cooking just based off of that because that is different from every other thing that is sold out.
1: On that's a good point. And maybe they're email farming, or maybe this is a test to learn something or gain insight. So I, I, I don't know what they're doing, but whatever it is they're doing, it is building off. It is pissed off a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. So because as much, as angry as people were about Mindbender, it's still Mindbender, right? right. But this is Serpentor. Right. Big deal. So and the other, the other bit, and this is just a personal thing for me, those are hard watches. Those those fan casts. Yeah. And and yeah. it's and it is different for me than it is for almost anybody else. Uh, the, but,
2: the Indiana Jones one I found all right just simply because um it was only 20 minutes.
1: Right. <laughs> But just, just just, the tone of it,
3: yeah. the
1: back-slapping, over-pandering, just, I, I look at that and I'm like, who is this supposed to appeal to? Because they have to know that their brand is appealing to a bunch of 35 to 55-year-olds. right? That's who they're marketing towards by remaking, you know, a Real American Hero G1 figures in six-inch scale and not advertising or pushing for any other kind of entertainment anywhere else. They know who their fans are, and this is what they think we want to see,
0: right? Nick I Adams, don't know. Says, uh, an X Men Blackbird would have been cool. I consider selling one or two kids for that. Not mine, but someone else's.
2: Oh well, yeah, I mean yeah. Let's not get crazy.
0: Everybody, be sure to count the kids tonight. Yeah. Uh, before Nick Adams does. But okay. you know
2: what? I think people would jump on a Blackbird. Um, it's just a matter of can it really be a blackbird? Because again, you know, one of the things they've mentioned, like with the his tank, is you know we we need to make something that's practical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How big would a blackbird be? You know, or are you making just a blackbird that just fits like maybe two guys in it? Or, I mean, or, when, I, look,
3: I,
1: I am as big an X Men fan as you'll find, and as big a fan of the SR seventy one as you'll find, but in the end it really wasn't that critical to the story ever. No, no, it was just a plane. No,
2: I mean, yeah, I've read, I mean, in the early, I I mean, I've read the X-Men, you know, in the the early days, you know, the the Claremont burn and I, it's just a plane.
3: Mm -hmm. And it's an
2: iconic plane, but it's a plane.
1: Are they talking about six inch scale Blackbird? Is that what people want?
2: I guess. Cause Uh,
1: that, that would be gigantic, right? Five feet long,
2: potentially gigantic. Yeah. But remember, um,
0: we're getting a flag.
2: Same right. same thing for same thing for like an Avengers Quinjet for Marvel Legends. It's not quite the same thing, though. Yeah, you know, it'd be gigantic, though, because well, I mean, yeah, traditionally, but, traditionally but, that thing holds like you know that that thing's carting around six or seven Avengers. All right. Yeah, well, but
1: but they're all tied in, right? There's no long neck on a Quinjet.
0: Yeah. So you you guys bicker bicker about the off brand stuff on your own time. We got we got a Joe Colton to talk to. Fair enough. So Joe Colton, you you were gone last week. Give, give us your nickel thoughts on uh on pulse And don't forget to unmute. And don't forget to unmute, yes.
4: <laughs> I did not see anything but the Joe stuff.
0: That's all we that's all we're caring about. That's yeah. That's all we want to hear from you. Was it amazing?
4: I, so I don't like the over-exaggeration of like this is wonderful. And back to you! Like just be normal. Like, everyone does podcasts and video casts now, and, like, you don't have to, like, you're not on. You're just... Just be, like, your cool self. Like...
0: I mean, look oh, at us. We're as low energy as possible. Right.
4: right. Like... Except
0: for Chili Spice Mark over there.
4: You're <laughs> being, like, I don't know. You'd be enthusiastic, but it comes across almost, like... I don't want to say fake, but in a way, like, you're just putting on a persona of, like, I'm Hasbro. Look at me. Right. We are wonderful, and you know, not everybody, but like, does it overly, but you know. But
1: I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. Real,
0: real quick, real quick. Rich, go ahead. Uh, thank you for a great Friday night. I'm off to bed. Long week of teaching and directing high school high school play. You folks make me happy. Thank you, sir. You make us happy too. Yes. I don't know
4: what play you're directing, though. Yeah.
0: Phantom, I think. I think it's Phantom. Probably. Is it it's Phantom? A play, so probably
1: Phantom. Of the four people on that panel, I know two of them. Lenny and Tony. And they're they're great guys. Great yeah. guys. Not just great at their jobs, but great guys. Yeah. And and guess what? Totally chill.
4: Totally yeah. chill. Which so, is like, I think people would, would resonate and, and relate to them a little bit better. And like, have that like feeling like they're with the people presenting to them if they just kind of like be like you're talking to every everybody like on a couch kind of thing.
2: Maybe, maybe, but uh, true. <laughs> There's <laughs> a certain I mean, amount of sales pitch I think that does have
0: to go into this, though. I, I think you're coming from the same
4: Your audience isn't some new audience. It's you're already an established audience, like some new kid that's like 15 years old, not really watching the GI Joe panel. Like, let's. You right. never know. Your well, true your target true. audience isn't like.
0: I think the issue with that is more that you're you're coming from this, the, the, the point of view of somebody who's been doing that for almost, you know, going on three years now. Um, we've spent a lot of time in front of this camera talking about this brand. And I think that, um, you know, so we tend to look at things that way. I think a lot of the folks who are watching us, be it live or on recording, mm-hmm. they watch our show, they watch other shows that are a lot like our show, but came after us. Remember, we were first... Um, you know, they watch who have spent a lot of hours in front of cameras doing mm-hmm. stuff like this. So they I I like they're not that polished at this. They've they've done this 20 times, yeah. But
1: there's, they're not getting they're better, not
0: promises, but they're not experienced either. But
1: they're not getting better either. Uh, I mean there's a, not-
4: yeah, there's a PR thing in a uh, like public affairs division in Hasbro, like mm-hmm. a comms division, like every big company like them has one. They get their talking points. They know what they're supposed to say and what not to say. And you can ad lib. You don't have to look like, you know, like I'm Mr. Robotnik and like just saying everything that's on the page. But like, you know, your stuff. They know their stuff. Like, just, you know, like the fans are already tuning in, those that want to tune in just talk to them like you're not selling they're already sold on this idea Yeah,
1: and it's not it is not to rip on on the four people that were up there it's i'm just wondering why i believe they're being coached or why the belief within is that this is what we want this is the energy level we want to put out there this is how we want to approach our dedicated fans because that's just watching
4: I don't know if somebody's telling them, like, be enthusiastic because, like, we need, like, enthusiasm. Like, you can be enthusiastic without coming across, like, almost like you're going to kidnap them and put them (laughs) in a basement. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Holding
2: holding your children hostage. uh, Rather
0: rather than continue to beat the dead horse, Joe Colton, product-wise, what's your big winner? Oh, yeah. Uh...
4: Oh, my God. My mind just went blank. Mm shocking that yeah i don't know we'll see i don't have a favorite
0: yeah <laughs> there you go it's a tie, it's a tie. well there was Sir
3: well Pandora. you know what
2: there was no, no, they, they, there was, okay. Alex, yeah. there I, was remember, I remember i
1: remember and every one of them was amazing and they were so excited to show them to us there's got to be a drinking game involved there yeah. next time I but i, I was excited Pandora
4: is the, the winner for me so i'll go ahead I cosplay him, so of course I'll go.
0: In. You never know, Joe. They may I think, be enthusiastic to not be laid off. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think he I think he oh, cosplays gosh. you, Joe.
1: That's how <laughs> he does a male serpentress.
0: There you go. Right. <laughs> there you go.
1: And if a you know anything about serpentress, that costume is hot. So, <laughs> quite literally hot. Yeah.
4: As in, <laughs> as in
0: not properly vented. Let's keep it quick because we're running long, but what'd you get in this week, Rob?
2: Uh, Kind of a light week. I got, just today, (gasps) Superpowers Flash. I'm not getting that stupid Batman or laughs. (laughs)
1: Bad character. If you make a Batman figure that Rob says no to, you've probably miscalculated somewhere. You've
0: done something
2: wrong. Yeah. Todd McFarlane's has miscalculated a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of Batman in that line.
0: The man's got the man's got every Batman comic going back to 1972, which is before he was born. But I don't. Get, Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing a lot, you're doing a <laughs> Batman book. You you missed.
3: Yeah.
0: Anyways, uh, that all you got, Rob? Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, Joe Colton, what'd you get in? Oh,
4: I got stuff. I got stuff. Okay, I got soccer. Ooh. Yeah, he's he's
1: all win. Do not go it's through. The so though.
4: cool! Like the head sculpt is so better in person. I'm so excited.
3: Okay.
2: It sounds like Amazon is the early releaser for this wave.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. All right. And then
4: I got the twins that came in,
3: cool.
4: and I had to check because you never know. People don't read anymore, so I wanted to make sure that it was one of each.
1: And it is. Joe, if you drop one, the other box
4: dents. (laughs) And then Phil Donley, who is my crack dealer for Disney, got me a Binks plushie. What is Binks? What?
0: What What is Binks?
4: From Hocus Pocus. How do you not know who Binks is? I,
0: I don't. I've never seen Hocus Pocus.
4: Oh my God
0: sorry i'm with him, I'm with
1: him.
4: Wow. me
2: neither
1: i know the three witches are named uh noi and ing
4: <laughs> they're great
1: not that kathy Jimmy hasn't been fantastic in her other role stop her one role sister act sister act yes so good
0: Just sister
4: yeah. act. but B- Med- bet midler is awesome
1: yeah. bet midler is no offense but Met midler is bet midler yeah. So you're, you're either on that train or not.
4: And you're not on that train.
1: Mm. She Ooh. is the wind beneath my wings. They filmed oh, that a... movie. They filmed the sequel in Providence, right up the really? road. People are all excited about it. Yep.
2: Hey, we ha- we have a new we have a new oh, take no. on the uh, you know uh, Ethiopian prince scam.
1: Yep. Sorry, Eunice. <laughs> You just banned somebody named Eunice. He has to be 90 I, years old minimum.
0: We got a we got a spam spam comment. Wow. yeah. So, anyways, uh, what else you get, Joe Colton?
4: That's it. I I did get a box, so I did an unboxing and oh, the hold up the chains
0: uh, and make a silly face again. What? Hold up the 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 Tomax and Zamot, and make a silly face again. Thumbnail. I missed that the first time.
3: Oh, okay.
0: There you go. There you go. Well done. <laughs> I don't
4: know if you guys realize, but on the side, they look at each other. Right.
0: Yes. And cool. I, I, I also realized that I needed to rephrase hold up the twins.
4: <laughs>
0: there you <they> go. <laughs> this
1: this episode will be called Joe Colton Unleashes the Twins. Right. We're going to get a lot of
3: subscribers. <laughs>
1: well, and it's... next episode will be Mark Unleashes the Twins. Oh, <laughs> hey, Joel no. McCull- no. Joe
2: McMullen bring, brings up a very good point. Kathy what? to Jimmy was Peggy Hill. There you go. Who's nope. Peggy Hill? Sorry. From
0: King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah. No. Oh, see, that, you got to be... Go. Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a Mark miss. The only bit I know from that is
1: alt.black.com slash helicopters.
0: Mark Weber, what'd you get in? Nothing.
1: Oh, actually, uh, a stealth item that will remain uh, unrevealed. Oh, but, but stay tuned. How's that for a tease?
0: All right, then.
4: Do you get any candy?
1: No, I got in laws in, but they're gone. They're gone.
3: They're actually, gone this is them.
1: this is funny. My, my in laws are actually wonderful, wonderful people, and they come from Arizona, it's a long way. And uh, my mother in law was asking me about the podcasts, and I only do one right now because it's not eternal baseball season yet. And she said, So. It's you and, and and three other people, right? And I said, "Yeah, Rob, Mike, Rob, and Joe." And she looked confused for a second, and she said,
0: "Isn't one of them a girl?" <laughs> if yep. you ever you ever want to throw like one of our names at just to confuse <laughs> her further, that's fine.
4: Right? Yeah,
0: yeah Mike. Mike's
1: a girl. Mike,
4: Mike's a girl. <laughs> so appara- apparently,
0: you
1: know, of our thousands and thousands of weekly viewers, one of them uh, occasionally is uh, is my mother-in-law Sue. So. You must awesome. really love, got to love your son-in-law if you're watching this podcast. So also means that's I got to I, I remember that and see how, uh, how much we talk about on the show.
0: Right. So that's it. All righty. Well, I, I got, I got a graphic.
3: so you
4: have almost as many red ninjas as i i you have almost as many beachheads as i have red ninjas
3: that
0: really undersells the amount of red ninjas that i thought you had i thought you were dealing with a whole bucket worth
4: yeah i'm like i'm at the upwards of like 80 85
0: oh see i'm nowhere close
1: yeah but mike's got one for every week of the year that's pretty awesome
0: That's right. This one, uh his little bonus was was the little minifigure.
1: Does he count? Are you at like fifty-two and a third?
0: No, no, he's just a little bonus. <laughs> fifty-two and a half. Do you have what? a
4: bunch of
1: do you what have a bunch it?
0: of those little guys? I have two of them.
4: So where did where did they come from? I've never seen that.
0: The the minifigs were, were at were little extras that were included uh with your single card G.I. Joe toys in nineteen eighty 1980... eight. Uh, eighty-seven and eighty-eight, late eighty-seven. Through, out It was somewhere in there. I'd have to. I don't
4: think they had those in Canada. Because uh, damn it, or,
0: there's Biff McConkey doc. Now that we need him, we're in Bend, Oregon. I don't have a
1: single <laughs> mini thing. Not one.
4: I think uh, we were gypped!
1: Right? Hey, careful. The gypsies still don't like that term. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, that term. I My ancestors were,
4: man. so it's fine.
1: So we just lost two subscribers. Right. Anyways.
4: <laughs> we were fucked over then. That's it. <laughs>
1: Much better.
0: I, I got that yeah. guy and I, I got this guy too, another another viper for the pile. That silver oh, nice. that mask is looking good. Yeah, it is. It's a really it's a it's a it's no a dangerous no scruffs on the on the visor. Uh, his only problem is his backpack doesn't want to stay on. Hmm. It's really loose, but whatever. I, I, I got other backpacks I can swap in there, so that's fine.
4: The hole's probably too big.
0: That, that's what she said. Oh, I let that go because I'm a gentleman. But
4: <laughs> you are, but the on
1: good. the on the one night when I can work as blue as I want.
0: Right. You're not doing it. That's I'm that's not. a missed opportunity.
4: You're such a good yeah, man. I'm a, a palette.
0: Scoreboard Mike. Did those come together or separate, Mike? They are separate purchases. They, right. they actually they were purchases that were made a couple of weeks ago. I've just been waiting on them that long. Okay. So but yeah, so it's a, here's his backpack. Got blocked out by my 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 mic stand. So but that's what I got in this week. Shout outs real quick, Rob. Shout out to the studio audience. Yay. Yay.
2: Thanks
1: for watching.
0: Appreciate it. Mark Weber, shout outs. Uh, my friend Corey
1: Matthews this is his birthday today. Uh, he is a gigantic Green Lantern honk. Like, I think his house is lit exclusively by green lanterns, literally. <laughs> like, yeah, he's got it going on. So, my pal Corey uh in Oregon in God's country. So we love that. Uh, and we gave a shout out earlier, uh, to cookie monster. And if you're not following, uh, that that's Diana Davis's, uh, neighborhood cat who's recovering and she's seeing to him because she's an angel for, uh, lost wounded stray and needy cats. And I mean that in the best possible way.
0: That's so why she's watching this show.
1: That's it. And, uh, uh, just anyway, I'm a, I'm a cat guy. So uh, I dig how how she Dad takes take, takes care of all the all the cats in the neighborhood. So good on, good on her and Cullen. So we can we'll continue to root for Cookie Monster because it feels like he's turned a corner in the best possible way. Well,
0: oh, good. Cookie Monster is my spirit animal. There you go. Joe Colton, shout it out.
4: Uh, I'm gonna shout it out to uh my the little immigrant. She made it back to Canada. Quick visit. Yeah. Yeah, good visit. Um, I wish I
1: wish she could have stayed longer because she was great on the podcast.
3: (laughs) In the
4: past years, she has stayed. For those that don't know, she stays for months at a time, like two months. And she usually like makes costumes with me, and then gives me shit. Sometimes she'll be on air giving me shit.
0: She's gold. <laughs> Two weeks ago was the first time she was seen. So
4: yeah. with her Greek accent and her, I don't know. I think the older she gets, the less she uh, contains the, text. She
1: the
0: crap. <laughs> that's how it should be done. Yeah, the filter is deteriorating,
1: and that's yeah, awesome.
4: Oh my god, at rapid, rapid speeds. Like oh.
0: keep, keep going, Joe. Keep going.
3: We're running um, out of time.
4: The the wrist lock. And um, all the first responders um, who helped in Puerto Rico, and uh, for Ian, um, and all the guys helping out with the electricity, getting that back online, and uh, paramedics, uh, oil and natural gas guys, like those guys are are troopers. They they stay in dumps and work. Fourteen to seventeen hour days, and just keep going. And it's a thankless job. And just thank you. Also, there is a new disease coming to us called the African swine flu. So, awesome. it's, its way here.
0: Fantastic.
4: It's only for uh, uh it, it it's transmitted to animals, so we, we won't get it. But we can be careful. Yeah, it, it.
2: until it mutates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give it time.
1: See, we're break we're breaking news again i will be on everybody else's page in an hour.
0: Sources have told me. Give a shout out to everybody watching us live. Uh, We really appreciate it. Again, if you're watching us on Facebook, give us a heart, give us a thumbs up, give us a little huggy guy. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube, please remember to like the video, subscribe to the channel, leave a big boy comment down below, do all those cool YouTube things uh, and help us grow and help us uh, continue to to, uh, dominate the G.I. Joe landscape, so to speak. Um, I want to give a shout out to our... Wonderful sponsors of Kokomo Toys. Uh Very quickly, the theme song, Kokomo, Kok- Kokomo, 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 Toys. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. Toys. Hadn't done that in a little bit, so need to get that back in there. And and of course, uh, you know, hey, to you guys. Appreciate everybody being here. Glad we were here to fill up two hours of of the world's uh downtime and and uh, not break too much stuff. And, I mean, we don't know what Mark's done. I'm sure. I'm sure that some stuff will be broken. but anyway. My,
1: bud, my buddy said, it's going to be like Van Wilder,
0: and I said, more like Van Milder, but whatever. <laughs> <Ay-oh>. <laughs> anyways, that's it for us tonight. Uh, be sure to join us next Friday at 9 p.m. for another edition of the What's on Joe Mine team stream. Uh, be safe, be healthy, and if you can't stay safe, be careful. Uh, have a great rest of the weekend. Yo, Joe.
3: Night all. oh, 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 oh